Do you feel like you're being heard? Do you feel like anybody that re- out there represents you? Do you feel like anybody really has your back? I mean, really, is there anybody that you really trust anymore? If you have those people, you should write those people down <laughs> and see if you feel that way in six months. Because we're about to enter a time to where you're not going to believe your eyes or your ears. You will not know what's real and what's a deep fake. We're about to go into a political contest that is going to be making accusations like nobody's business. So who is it that you trust? Whose voice is it that you trust? Who, whose information do you trust? By the way, you should never trust anyone who says, trust me. Don't trust me. Please don't trust me. This special we're going to do this week, I'm going to have all of the footnotes, all of the research, all online at glenbeck.com. You can go find all of, read the original stories. You can go find all the information. We'll show you exactly how we arrived at these things. You go do your own homework. If we get it wrong, please let me know. But don't take my word for anything. You must be able to think on your own and you must be able to find the answers yourself. Because I don't think there's anybody really listening to you. And I include that in with me. I don't feel like anybody's really listening to me. I mean, I know you are listening to me, but I mean, when I'm at home, I feel like, how is this possible? Is there no one else that feels this way? You and I are exactly the same. I, I go home and my family is, you know, my trouble with homework and everything else. And I'm watching the news and I get so frustrated and I want to turn it off. I can't because you with your time pay me to watch this crap. So I can't do what so many Americans are doing. Just turn it off. I can't. And so every night I sit there and I'm like, what is happening to us? Well, this is intentionally being done to us. And this Ukraine uh, thing is intentionally being done because they know Donald Trump is on to them. And if this is exposed, the Democratic Party is totally and completely exposed. And if you don't think that they wouldn't do, you know, smear campaigns or work behind the scenes to hurt a candidate, then you don't remember what happened to Bernie Sanders with Hillary Clinton. Chaos. Chaos is a way to cover someone's tracks. And and they know what they're doing. Did you know that there is a big progressive research study that came out? It's I mean, I say it's progressive. It's not. It's a it's a, a you know, a, a scholarly research program that was done. And the person who headed it up is not a conservative. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But what they found was. The fastest way to start a civil war in America, if you want more shootings and you want to turn Americans into terrorists, all you have to do is make a serious threat to their gun rights. All you have to do is start confiscating any kind of gun. You do that, and that is the red line. Now, if you're living in a country that is already on edge... And your job was to create a more perfect union and to make sure that you are uh, uh, enhancing domestic tranquility 
Why would you do that? Especially when your own side says, this is really dangerous. Well, you would do that if you want control and you think you know better. And so you don't care what the little people think. Did you know that our banks no longer will do any financing? In fact, they can't do any financing if that product or that company does not bow to the U.N. climate change treaties. Did you know that? This just passed a couple of weeks ago. The world's largest banks said they would stop financing things that the U.S. the U.N. says is is bad for the climate. That seems really bad. Did you even hear talk about that? How about Brexit? You know, the people in England, they they were fighting for Brexit. The politicians said, well, fine, well, you should vote for it, thinking that nobody would vote for it. And they voted for it. And now the politicians say, well, we can't have a Brexit. That would be crazy. It's, a, it's going to be Armageddon. Jesus will come back. But we don't all believe in Jesus. So we'll just say uh, catastrophe, catastrophe, chaos. So, wait. You asked them to vote. They did. Now, they've just voted in Parliament that they have to have a deal within 15 days of Brexit that they can accept Otherwise, they're not leaving the European Union. And this is just a renewing thing. It just, you know, we won't leave for six months. And then if we don't have a deal that we can all agree to, we'll just renew for six months. You've just usurped the people. And it's rumored that the queen has now said that if he decides, I mean, uh, the prime minister, if he decides that he's going to follow the law, and follow the vote and the will of the people and take them out of Brexit, she will, for the first time, insert herself and fire the prime minister. I don't think that's true, because she's never inserted herself. And boy, you want to make sure that you separate yourself with the people, go right ahead and try to do it. Are they that blind? Now we're in impeachment. Now what is impeachment? Impeachment is taking somebody out of office because they're out of control. Okay. How long does it, how long, honestly, does it take to, uh, to get somebody out of office? That's a pretty long, drawn-out thing, isn't it? I mean, I remember when Obama, uh, his IRS refused to give 501c3 status to a lot of Tea Party members. It took them three to five years to get that done. And they, of course, had to investigate all of those people. They, they had to have audits on all of those people under the Obama administration. And that took a long, long time. How fast do they think they can get this done? Well, we are 13 months away from an election of the president. We're 13 months away. So you can get this done in 13 months? Good. Let's have it. Bring it up right now. Let's bring it up for a vote. That is usurping the American people. You're saying that the American people are too stupid. That you can't make your case and say the guy needs to go and we have somebody to replace him. They're too stupid. They're like the people who voted for Brexit. We'll fire him. If he gets in again, we'll fire him. Don't worry. Who is listening to you? Who is trying to tell you what to think, not how to think? Has anybody really laid this whole thing out 
and said, okay, look, I, I know what we're saying here in the mainstream media, but here's an honest, no, you know, uh, straw man kind of argument on the other side. Have you seen that? Because I haven't. In fact, as we've been doing our research and we are working literally around the clock to get this thing uh, ready for you, we have a very small staff. We're not like CNN or even Fox News that has 100 people standing around. You know, there's just a small group of about 10 of us that are working on this special, working day and night. I don't think Jason has slept in four days. He's our Looks leader. like he has, I don't tell you that. I know, he's, he's our head of our research. But he has he has one guy... And one small team have found some incredible things. On Thursday, on our Scandal Explained, the Ukraine Democratic, the Democrats Russia special, that's happening on Thursday at 9.30 Eastern, you're going to hear a bit of a tape. Go ahead and roll this tape. A tape that we are having translated independently. It is this tape. And this tape played a very important role in Ukraine. In fact, it put two people in jail. And those two people went to jail. Those people went to jail for affecting and trying to manipulate the American election. And wait until you hear what this tape, what they're saying on this tape. We have this for you on Thursday. You don't want to miss it. Now, where did we get this tape? Well, we had to go to Ukraine because, okay, thank you. There's there's no way that anybody in the media here would be interested in this, right? Why would you be interested in this? I mean, especially when we're looking for people that were trying to influence the election. And one country has a trial of two people and they find them guilty of interfering in our election, why wouldn't we hear that? Because there are no honest brokers. Everything we're going to show you on Thursday, we're going to tell you we have this 100% buttoned up, or this is... Two different sources, we're not sure. For instance, yesterday a caller asked me about the prosecutor that uh, Joe Biden got fired in Ukraine. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Now, with 24 hours to look into it, and we're still looking into it, from what we can tell, and how do I put this, uh, he's he's typically what you would expect from a former Soviet bloc government official. There are allegations that he didn't prosecute cases that involved his allies. And there are uh, allegations that some of his prosecutors uh, might have taken bribes. Now, are these unforgivable sins for the United States? I don't know. But the one case that he did pursue, the one case was was an allegation that this this group had improperly diverted millions of dollars in U.S. funds. Wait until I tell you about the other scandal that you haven't heard about. We only got this because a question was asked, is this guy a good guy or a bad guy? And so we started looking into him. This has nothing to do with Joe Biden. 
oh, wait until you hear this, but it has everything to do with the United States and our political rats. On Thursday, only on the Blaze TV, subscribe now. I want you to take uh, just a minute and consider how many times you have typed your social security number into a computer. Okay, you've, you've typed it in a bunch of times, right? Uh, and, you know, we all thought, ah, you know, things aren't going to be so bad. Hmm. Yeah, things are pretty bad. You have to admire cyber criminals. I mean, they got, you know, they have a million different tricks to try to get your information. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds. Every two seconds. 120 people will have their identity stolen here in this country uh, by the end of this commercial. LifeLock works around the clock to make sure that you're not one of those people. And it ensures if there is a threat, you're made aware of it as soon as possible. And when there is a problem, their U.S.-based restoration specialists will work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. So act now. For a limited time, you'll get 30% off your first year with promo code BECK. I've done this commercial for 10 years. I've never seen that. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 30% off with the promo code BECK. Don't wait. Do it now. The offer expires October 6th. LifeLock.com. 30% off the first year with promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, hello, Stu. Mr. Beck, how are you? I am, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wonderful reaction. Yeah, you know. That's kind of where we are, I guess, uh, yeah. today. I put my uh, I put my son in uh, a uh, a new school and my daughter in a new school this year, and uh, I'm surprised. I put my daughter in a Christian school, and uh, things are, things aren't going well with uh, with friendlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your son in a satanic school? Uh, no, I put my son in a school that I was like, I don't know, and I have been so impressed with this school and the friends and how friendly everybody is i'm like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute this is supposed to be the christian school that's like this it's weird it's weird and i want to tell you about this school uh, at some point we were just remind me because i want to tell you about the school because i've never seen a school like this before what they're learning i i had to go to a parent teacher conference because my son didn't understand it and i didn't understand how to even i'm like i don't even know what the point is what what are you supposed to do oh my gosh you want to talk about preparing kids for life? Wait until I tell you. This is so different than anything I've ever seen. Hmm. It's that you fought against this school for a while. If I, I did remember correctly. I yeah. did. Well, I fought against it, and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm 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 not right now. At least, at least, not right now. I'm sure they'll say something that will piss me off. Well, but... I've never seen you be um, happy with something. So uh, I assume this will change. Yeah, it's, it has to. Yeah, okay. It has to. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, Mercury One, we're having our uh, big gala uh, coming up in a couple of, is it a couple of weeks from now? Uh, it's in October. I know that. And Gosh. we, I know. I realize you, it was our, it's already October? I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, this ball is very, very important. If you believe in the Nazarene Fund and our missions, uh, you know, I have been on the ground with the hurricanes and the tornadoes, and we are the first in, and I am proud to say the last out, usually. Um, and 
the difference that we've made with the Nazarene Fund and and an OUR where we're rescuing sex slaves around the around the world. It's tremendous what we do. But I I ask always when I ask you for money, uh, I always say 100 percent of the proceeds go to whatever it is we're raising money for. I can say that because we have this M1 ball. And this is a really fancy, nice dinner. Um, my wife and I are, are uh, the chairs of it this year, and we're going to be your host. Uh, a bunch of people come. Everybody from the Blaze will be there. We really would love you to be there this year. This is how we pay for the lights to be on, and, and we pay for the employees and everything else that happens just to make sure that when we're in an emergency, when you say, when I say, hey, I want you to help us rescue this person, 100% of that dollar goes to rescue that person. This is how we raise money, and we do it two ways. We ask you to come to the ball. You can grab tickets now. It's at mercuryone.org. It's our M1 ball. Uh, I'll it's be a, there. And Saturday, I, October 26th, by the way. The 26th, so please join us then. Uh, also, you can not come to the ball or come to the ball if you want. You can get a, a raffle ticket, and we're giving away a brand-new Mercedes. And have you seen the new Mercedes, Stu? Have you been in this thing? No. Nice. Uh, no, it's un, it's unbelievable. It is the most technologically advanced vehicle on the road today. It is. You can get in the car and say, I want you to turn on my music. I need to find a Starbucks and I'm going home. Just like that. And it will start the route guidance. It will find the Starbucks that's closest to you along the way. And it'll turn your music on. Wow. I mean, it is it is a space age car. The entire dash is a screen. So the dash starts at the driver's door and goes halfway to the passenger. It's incredible. For a $100 raffle ticket, you might drive away with that car. Uh, that's how we raise money. We are, we are so um, grateful to everybody that donates. We, I hate to ask you for money, but... This is really important. This helps us do all the good around the world and in the country that we do. It's the M1 Ball. Just go to mercuryone.org slash m1ball. You can get your tickets for the ball or for the raffle right there. Mercuryone.org slash m1ball. I think I want to uh, tell you about a correction. We always say that we lead with our mistakes. At this time yesterday, I told you a story uh, that we thought was correct. We went back and forth on it. We thought it was correct. Uh, and then by noon yesterday, we're like, I don't think that's right. And then by four, we thought maybe it is. Chuck Grassley has just come out about the uh, changing of the whistleblower um standards he's one of the guys that basically has written and fought for a lot of these whistleblower, whistleblower protections and so the the confusing thing is on these whistleblower standards is they did change the website and they did change the the standards and they didn't make it public until like four days before this whistleblower was introduced to the country and it does appear as though well no it doesn't appear they took language out that said we cannot accept any whistleblower um, uh, status for emergency whistleblower uh, information if it's hearsay, secondhand, blah, blah, blah. And so it appeared as though 
something had happened in the last year where they wanted more whistleblowers uh, to to stand up. And so they took that out and changed it. You had to have firsthand knowledge. That's the way it looked yesterday. However, they accepted both uh, secondhand information and firsthand information. They always have. They only would treat it as an emergency whistleblower evaluation if you had firsthand. If they had secondhand, then the the IG could take uh, 14 days and look into it. And if he found others that would corroborate this, then he would turn it on and, and move on. It gave him discretion. If it was firsthand knowledge, he had no discretion. He had to investigate it. What was happening was apparently this was give it to the government, a confusing form. And some people were saying, oh, well, I can't give it if I don't know it firsthand. And so that's why they got rid of that box, because they said it was confusing. I I find it coincidental. I find all this, you know, I find a billion reasons. But I'm not willing to stand on that now that Chuck Grassley, who is not a crazy man, uh, and uh, and is on this committee, has done all the whistleblower stuff himself. If he says this isn't a pertinent change, I believe him. Yeah, he says uh, when it comes to whether the someone qualifies as a whistleblower, the distinctions being drawn between first and secondhand knowledge aren't legal ones. It's just not part of the whistleblower protection law or any agency policy. Complaints based on secondhand information should not be rejected out of hand, but they do require additional legwork to get at the facts and evaluate the claim's credibility. And I think like, you know, it seems like both sides were pushing back and forth at this yesterday. And it seems like there's truth in both sides and that the form did change, as you point out. Yes. And, and um, the, the difference, though, being the way at least the way I read it initially was that the standard of being of needing firsthand information does exist but it doesn't exist for a whistleblower turning in the complaint. It exists for the IG to see if the claim is credible. In other words, they can't advance this past the initial stage without firsthand knowledge. So you can turn it in as secondhand knowledge, but then the IG needs to find firsthand knowledge to back it up or and it doesn't to, go forward. To me, this makes sense. I mean, if anybody has ever had an HR department, you know that somebody will come in and say, hey, I just heard this. Mm -hmm. And then it is up to the, you know, uh, human 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 resources to go and say, hey, have you heard this? Is this going on? I've heard this rumor right. and they talk to about it and they do investigation. Mm -hmm. If there is nothing that turns up, then they don't file the complaint. They just leave it alone. If something does turn up, then they have to pursue it. And if it's if it's one person who says this happened to me, they have to pursue it. So I, I I can see the logic in this, and I believe it, and it's it is a red herring, and will take us off into fighting over something that is not necessarily con uh, consequential. Yeah, I mean it's it's important to try to understand, you know, as an aside to the overall story. Sure. Um, but and if is, somebody brings new evidence that shows the opposite, I mean, yeah. a Federalist is a really good source. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I and I don't I certainly don't think. It's it's difficult to tell. Part of it, I think, is right. Part of it is is, you know, it's t it is a government form, and it's tough to figure out. And and I don't think there's any. 
think there's any. I mean, there's a world in which there's no bad guys in a story like this, where people are trying to figure out something important, and there's disagreement, and then you find out which side is uh, which side came out on, uh, you know, had the right application in this particular case, and everyone moves on with their lives. Instead, everyone's just going to be trashing each other for the next six months over it. But I think the more important thing is the stuff we're going to be talking about on Thursday on the special, where we're looking not into sort of the back and forth of U.S. politics here. This is bigger than that. I mean, this is going into affect things that affect our elections, things that affect, um, you know, the presidency as a whole. Uh, you know, the all this thing. background, what has been hidden and what has been proven in a court of law, mm-hmm. uh, not a U.S. court of law, but a Ukrainian court of law that is really is something that is vital to this case and has not been discussed at all. And the things that the uh, administration does, and I won't tell you which administration now, um, but I will on Thursday, the things that Buchanan, the, it's Buchanan, isn't it? the administration has done to uh, m- that is much, much worse, much worse. Uh, the evidence of it is much more clear and much worse than anything that we're talking about currently. Um, and we will uh, give you this information. And the reason why I wanted to correct this is because yesterday I thought this was a pretty big deal. Um, I thought changing that was a pretty big deal. And I, I trusted the source. Stu came in and said, what's the source? And I said, it's the Federalist. And he said, oh, okay, all right, uh, because it's a good source. Uh, and they may have gotten this one wrong. They may have, it may, they may in the end be right. But There's still a lot point, of smart conservatives saying that they're right on this. Yeah. I, I, it's, just, it's hard to tell exactly because of you know, how deep you need to go and, and know these things. Grassley, though, being a Republican and being the guy who pushed for all these laws, saying uh, that that's it's it's not a legal distinction is, yeah. is, is significant, I think. And I, I want to make sure that you understand that anything that we uh, when we th- do things on the Daily Show, we've got about a staff of 10. There's no way that you can take three hours of ad lib and make sure that everything is 100 percent buttoned up. But when you do a special we should be able to promise that to you. This was not on. This was on the cutting room floor yesterday morning. It wasn't even going to be in the special because we weren't sure exactly. Everything that you're going to get in this special has been vetted. It is more than one source. We will show you the documents. We will even give you the links on where we found the story. You can do your own home, homework. It is really important. As I said to you earlier, you know, most people... Um, don't understand you will by the by this time next year you won't know who to believe you won't know what's true and what's not you won't believe your eyes you won't believe your ears that's 12 months from now and we all have to do whatever we can to make sure we guard our credibility and i want you to know that i'm not going to give you something that you can take out and say hey and then have some stupid fact like that destroy all of it we want to make sure that we have it right. Um, you'll notice after our George Soros special, the only thing that they could say about it was it was anti-Semitic because I talked about, well, then you obviously didn't watch the special because I said, I don't fault him for doing what he did during World War II. I don't fault him and I don't judge him. They were only playing for people who weren't watching the special. Everything was buttoned up, and I know the price of getting something wrong. And uh, we are doing our very best uh, to make sure that everything is buttoned up on this special because it is too important 
this we are really truly looking at um i think we're at a turning point i think this is the turning point uh this is either exposed and americans recognize it and clean it up or another possibility is a deal is made under the table and we get we become uh like russia we just become this 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 land filled with peasants and oligarchs and uh that's not who we are but that's what's at stake the scandal explained ukraine thursday 9 30 p.m we want to make sure that everybody sees these specials uh we have specials every night at 5 30 beginning tonight tomorrow and uh thursday at five five o'clock on the blaze tv you'll get the extra uh information that hopefully your friends will be able to find as well uh but on thursday we want to make sure that this is free and goes as far and wide as it possibly can so we're going to be following uh uh steven crowder's show that's why it's at nine thirty eastern eight thirty central and please tell your friends it will be on facebook and it will also be on the Blaze YouTube channel. The Scandal Explained, Ukraine, the Democrats, Russia, Thursday. Okay, so let me ask you this, too. Can you imagine if uh, we had someone who was on our side for, I don't even know, name a, name a cause that they're on our side for. They're on... For the rescuing of Christians in the Middle East. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we found out that uh, they were trying to rescue people themselves. And uh, and part of their motivation was they were Nazis. <laughs> okay, Can mm-hmm. you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Do you think the right would be hammered by the left and everybody saying, see, look at Nazis. Nazis, yes, certainly that would be brought up. Um, can we just discuss for a second? I've got the monologue on this maybe uh, for for tomorrow. Um, can we just discuss the the abortion doctor that was keeping the fetal remains of thousands of children? You know, just in a jar in his backyard. No big deal. Uh, that his motivation may have been the bombing of Dresden. Really bizarre story. Uh, it's on the Blaze. You should check it out. But it's uh, this guy in in Indiana. When he passed away September 3rd, they found uh, the remains of more than 2,000 aborted children medically preserved in his home. Creepy home, probably not going to help your Zillow score. No, you're uh, not going to. You know, the family's going to have a hard time selling that. Right. Yeah. Um, so a documentary filmmaker who had talked to this guy before he died uh, was interviewing him. And he's, he was a German national. Sat down with this uh, documentary filmmaker. His name's Mark Archer. During the interview, he made a point unprompted to say that the Allied bombing of Dresden in World War II shaped his entire worldview. According to Archer, he said, let me put it this way. In 1945, I was with my aunt in the suburbs of Dresden. In February 1945, in between the Americans and the English, they firebombed Dresden for three days and two nights. He went on. After the Berlin Wall fell down and Germany reunited in 1994, they decided to rebuild the women's church in the basement, and they found dead bodies from World War II, okay? Okay. Uh, he further stated in an interview that the Allied bombing of Dresden was critical in forming his whole worldview. The effects of the war probably may have not had a positive impact <laughs> on my perception of human beings and what they do to each other. Um, and what what he says is, I like to put it this way, the, um, the gospel according to George, uh, George Klopfer, which is the guy's name, 
goes like this. In the beginning, the Americans bombed my home. Everything else has been dictated that by that as his worldview. We didn't ask him about it. He, he made a point of bringing it up. And the tie-in here is that they found these dead bodies in this church. And was he essentially trying to recreate as revenge? I'm going to go take out as many Americans as I can and do the same thing they did to us. By killing their children. By killing their children. I mean, you'd think that that would be an interesting story for people, you know. But of course not. No, of course no, not. not. It's not that interesting. No, it's not that. Of course not. It only involves Nazis. This is why, you know, there's a certain things that just get you the free pass, like the get out of jail free card. And you see people try to do it. Like, for example, um, you know. Kevin Spacey. It's a Me Too allegation. He's about like, it. oh, well, I swear That's I'm right. gay, so you can't say right. anything. And then you know, uh, Harvey Weinstein was like, oh yeah, well I don't like gun violence. Like you know, <laughs> like they all try to get that. And sometimes it's too far of a stretch, right. Even for the get out of jail right. free card. Um, but abortion seems to be one of those issues where you know you can pretty much get out of almost anything by advocating for taking the lives of uh, uh, the babies. unborn. Yeah. And that's an incredible yeah. It's an incredible thing when you're on the left. There's a bunch of these causes you know that you can just kind of ad- adopt and when you do that you get a free pass. I mean, we were talking about this the other day like the Greta Thunberg thing, right? She comes out and she says these things and she's like, "How dare you?" and she's screaming at all the adults in the room and she's praised for it. It's like, well, let's think of an issue there's no political disagreement on, you know, kicking puppies. Would you be excited if your daughter walked out in front of a bunch of adults and screamed at them like that about any cause? Kicking puppies, whatever it was. Like, that's not the way you'd want someone to act. No. But because it's global warming, they she gets uh, immunity from all criticism. And the kid who's standing with a red hat, you know, on the mall in Washington... Gets his life torched. I I have that story for you tomorrow. You don't want to miss. You're listening to Glenn Beck.